This is Sana Sana Podcast, a feminist podcast that promotes healing and normalizes mental health with Adriana and Adriana. This is Sana Sana Podcast. Yay. I know, I'm excited. I'm this very is excited. the very, 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 very first episode, even though this has been a podcast long time in the making, and we're going to go into that. But first things first, I am Adriana. And I'm Adriana. <laughs> and so it's going to be very confusing for our listeners because there's two of us, and both of our names are Adriana, we're each other's tocayas. And we're not going to really accommodate past that. I think once you hear our stories and get to know our voices, you'll know who's talking. You, you'll know who's who. Yeah, I think so. But we just kind of wanted to just right off the bat extend a little compassion for how confusing that might be at the beginning. <laughs> yes, but many of us are confused across the board, so you'll be fine. <laughs> And because this is our very first episode, it's going to be a little different than future episodes. This one is really laying out the map or, you know, the guiding posts for our future episodes and what you can look forward to. Yeah, so I'm feeling really excited. Like I told you prior, I've been wanting to do a podcast for quite a while, but I haven't uh, found my partner in crime until now. So I'm <laughs> glad that it's you, Tokaya. Uh, so I'm really happy to be here and to be kind of sharing my story um, and my intentions for the podcast, which is really to demystify mental health, promote healing, whatever that may look like for you know us all because it's different um, different methods of healing or different you know journeys and really having someone to talk about mm -hmm. with right um, breaking that silence and isolation that sometimes we feel when we're um, t in crisis or when we're in the uh, healing process and as Adriana mentioned Sana Sana comes from a childhood song that I know I grew up with and I also grew up with this little jingle song. Yeah, sana, sana, colita de rana. Or culito. Or culito, depending <laughs> on where your family is from. Yes. But I'm going to introduce myself, and then I want my tocaya to talk about who she is, just to give you, the listener, an idea of who you're tuning into each week, and also just you know, get an idea of the communities that we feel really strongly connected to and tied to and who we're going to be centering this podcast around. Again, my name is Adriana. I'm 37 years old and I was born in Tucson, but I currently live in Chicago and that's where we currently are in Chicago, Illinois. I was born in Tucson as the first in my immediate family. Uh, to be born in the U.S. I was the first gringa in the, in the immediate family. <laughs> my, both of my parents are from uh, Mexico. And actually my two older siblings were also born in Mexico. So I'm the third of four. Um, my kid brother was also born in Tucson, Arizona. And so I, I definitely identify as a Chicana which it's I was joking earlier my mom hates the word Chicana and <laughs> I for a long time wasn't sure if that was the word that 
best described me, but I've really grown into that identity, um, that, that term. It feels really right for me. And a lot of it is because I'm very, very proud of my Mexican heritage. It's such a big part of who I am. But I also understand that I wasn't born and raised in Mexico. And so the experience of my family who has been born and, and spent a significant amount of their lives in Mexico is different than mine. So I want to be respectful of that. And also really honoring that I just sometimes don't really feel like I'm from Mexico or can identify or, or understand some things. And vice versa, like living in the US, I often have felt not connected depending on the space. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Chicana identity really embodies a lot of my experience. I live in Chicago today. I moved here in 2003, and this is definitely my soul city. I love the city so, so hard. And I say that with the absolute awareness that it's a really fucked up city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it has a lot going <laughs> on. Um, so I feel like it's a true love because... I want Chicago to be better. And so that's a big part of who I am and what I do. I I work in social justice in my nine to five and also outside of my nine to five. And what else I can say about me? So again, I mentioned I am a feminist. I work a lot around women's issues and intersectional feminist issues. I'm I'm an advocate in a lot of different spaces around the social justice spectrum because I feel like when we're talking about the bettering of conditions for our communities, you have to really look at the whole picture. It's not just one issue that's like, that you can work on in a silo, that you have to really be thinking about all these things that connect people um, and communities. So that's just a little bit about like kind of how I look at the world. Uh, My pronouns are she, her, hers, ella, the ella. I also identify as a baby queer. Um, I recently, I think I've known this for a really long time, but I have started to accept and more vocally talk about how I am attracted to um, people. Uh, I, I have predominantly dated men and I'm very much attracted to men, but also I'm starting to accept that I also... I'm attracted romantically and sexually to women and femmes. Um, so that is a, something I'm definitely exploring and learning about myself so that in a way I've had to really address my own internalized homophobia. Mm-hmm. And that's something that is not like past tense. It's something I'm currently working on. And so it, because it's such a new identity for me, I'm just going about it slowly. And it's a pa- part of like my larger healing And yeah, I'll I'll pass it over to Adriana so that she can talk about who she is and we'll talk about where we are after that. All right. Thank you, Tokaya. So I'm Adriana. I am a queer Ecuadorian feminist. I also live in Chicago, which I love but hate the winter. So you're going to hear me complain about that all the time (laughs) unless we edit it out. But it's probably going to be there because it's part of who I am. Um, so yeah, I was raised in Ecuador, Guayaquil, so I'm a Guayaquileña, until the age of 17, and after that I moved here, immigrated to the U.S., Florida to be specific. 
where I went to college. And then after that, I moved to Chicago for uh, my master's degree. So I guess that's a good transition for me. Uh, my master's was in uh, women and gender studies. So a lot of the work that I do is rooted in, you know, intersectional feminism, anti-racist feminism, transnational feminisms. And currently I um, am also involved in social justice movement, um, specifically Latina immigrant women's rights. So that's a lot of the work that I do nine to five, but also outside of my professional life. That's really the focus of my professional and personal life. What else, what else? I have a cat who's deaf. His name is Figaro. He definitely hears the language of love. Aww, so Figaro. don't feel bad for him. I didn't realize he's so cute. <laughs> so yeah, what else? I love the beach. I love going to the real beach, not the beach here in Chicago. That's not real. That's a lake. Come on, girl. Sorry, Chicagoans. It's a beach to me because it's the closest I can get to a large body I know. Of water. I, I still appreciate it because I'm away from the ocean. But so, yeah, I love being close to the water. I'm a Pisces. Um, so that I feel like, you know, I'm a fish out of water here, but near the ocean, I am the happiest. And one of my goals is to go to more tribute nights for Selena. So more Selena tribute nights. That's Aww, definitely one of my goals. That's so great. That's really where I'm at, mm -hmm. what I do, so who I am. That's, yeah, I think that's, yeah. I feel like it was short. No, you got it. You um, got a lot of things. I was like, oh, I should have mentioned that. Oh, I should have said that. The I only thing I'll say for now, because I think people will really get to know us as we move through the series of the podcast right but um i want to make sure i take time to acknowledge our other co-hosts because <laughs> you probably will hear them um depending on the episode but definitely this one she's um, licking me right now as we speak my two dogs are part of this experience so tita is my oldest fur daughter she is a chihuahua born in juarez and oh, damn. yeah yeah she is right, an immigrant Lisa. and my youngest fur daughter cordelia is a pit bull uh, shepherd mix and they're both usually pretty good but they get riled up easily so you may hear them barking mm -hmm. um but they're very much a part of my healing journey and experience they're my little family my little immediate family here in chicago because i don't have any blood family that lives nearby so they definitely provide comfort and security for me. Most of my family, we're all over the place. So I live in Chicago. My siblings live in the Las Vegas area. And then my parents live in El Paso because they were, my mom was born in Juarez, mm -hmm. raised in Juarez. My dad was born in Horizonte, uh, Durango, but he was raised in Juarez too. Like I think his family moved to Juarez when he was really little. Um, so I think for them it was kind of a homecoming even though they're not from El Paso it's across the border it's really close to Juarez but I was going to ask you Togaya because I didn't I didn't know or don't know what you studied in undergrad so my undergrad was political science oh, cool. my major my minor was women's studies cool so I was hooked on the feminist theory yeah. ever since and that's actually how we met we both um, work in so I'm just very much like an advocate for women's mm -hmm. issues and Adriana is as well. So we met through that context. 
And did you say your age? I think that's important. 28. Yes. And the reason I think it's important is just because we have so much in common. We are a little bit slightly different generations. So I think it's wonderful that we could kind of offer our life experience point of view in a different way that way. Yeah. I mean, I'm very much a proud millennial, but I think <laughs> that I'm one of the later millennials, right? Mm-mm. No? Middle? No, because... New? I think you're in the middle. Okay, middle millennial. Because millennials is like a very large demographic. Okay. It extends almost to my age. That's what I thought. Which okay. I think is so in, like strange because the difference between myself, a 37-year-old, and someone who I think even like a 22-year-old might be considered a millennial right now. That's like mm. that's a big difference. Yeah. But but, but we all have and we're kind of raised on, well, at least like cell phones, right? I think that's what connects us all. No? No. I was what? not raised on the cell phone. How old were you when you had your first, your first cell phone? I was 19. No, I was 18. Oh, okay. So I was 12. Yeah. So, so it's a big difference. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, I had pagers. <laughs> my mom, my parents had pagers. Yes. I think the cutoff is like 82, but I've seen it up to 79 and I am I was born in 79 so I'm the older one not old older oh and I guess I would just will mention too that I also have a master's degree but most of my um, education has been in the liberal arts so my undergrad was in English Mm -hmm. composition I studied political science but then I switched majors so I didn't finish and then you didn't mess, miss much. No, you did not miss much. I mean, I really do love politics. I think everything in life is inherently political, especially when personal is political, right? When you grow up in the communities and the upbringing that we grew up in, mm-hmm. and we're just our existence is political. But um, my master's, my master degree is in science, a master in science in journalism. Okay, yeah, that's so that's social science, right? Um, and that's all I'll mention. I think I do want to talk about our grad school experience in another episode because oh, I think there's yes. a, still a lot of healing around that, depending still, on where, where you went. Um, but we, again, are just doing this episode to kind of introduce you to what we'll be talking about and how we'll be doing it. So we've talked about who we are. So then we need to know where we are. Yes. And I think that that's a special thing for me. So we are in a space called Full Circle Collective. It's a studio space that I, Adriana, share with um, my friends Erica and Jesse. And we make up the collective. Adriana here is an honorary member um, through Despierta. This, is a, this podcast is a Despierta production, part of the Full Circle Collective. And Full Circle Collective really started, it's still in its infancy, but it started as a very intentional um, healing space. So you know, depending on uh, your listening experience, you might hear kind of how hollow it might sound because this is a a loft space. It's got very tall ceilings. There's a lot of wood around here. Um, And we all basically bring in different gifts to the space Mm -hmm. um, around healing. So, for example, for me, I'm really big on meeting circles, platicas, having heart-to-hearts in person, meditation, 
um, really, I, I think the podcast is an extension of that, really being able to, to have heart shares to heal as medicine, heart shares as medicine. Right. Um, and that's been taught through, that's been taught to me in a lot of different ways. Most recently I had um, an intuitive coach that taught me a lot uh, about Holding Circle. Her name is Sophia Rose Smith, and you can find her at sophiarosesmith.com. She's amazing. Um, and then just also a lot of the work that I'm doing with Erica and Jesse, it just kind of reiterates that over and over. Erica is a artist. She's a painter, but she also does a lot of community work. And then Jesse also works in the theater space. So we all kind of bring in these different elements. Um, but we intentionally want to have space for healing through communities and really bridging uh, black and brown communities in Chicago. Amen. So just wanted to make sure that we honored the space that we're in here at Full Circle Collective. We'll be um, recording a lot of our episodes here, if not all of them. Thank you for hosting us. No, oh, my pleasure. And again, we also talked about we are in Chicago. Um, Full Circle is in Bridgeport. And Bridgeport is one of... 77 communities right mm -hmm. neighborhoods in chicago and for those of you that aren't in chicago we would love to actually hear from you like what what you think about the city or what you've heard because we definitely want to do an episode about the healing of the city that's yes. necessary um but yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> i'd love to hear what other people um think or have heard because in my perspective from what i've heard it's a lot about Chirac. It's oh, a lot gosh, about yeah. guns. Um, yeah. So uh, that's just what I've heard when people come to visit me. Yeah. Uh, mostly from Ecuador, but, you know, it depends. So I'd love yeah, to hear yeah. what other people around, you know, the States or wherever you're listening, what you feel, what you've heard of Chicago. Definitely. And then we're going to move into when we'll be doing this podcast. So, there they are. Yeah. Ignore the doggies. Um, so, we're going to aim to have our podcast uh, air on Tuesdays. And that's not necessarily every single Tuesday. Mm -hmm. But you could definitely expect um, our next podcast to be featured next week, next Tuesday. But moving forward, we are going to aim to have it on Tuesdays. So just kind of check in on Tuesdays to see if a new podcast is there waiting for you. Hopefully it yes. will be. Yeah, we're, we're definitely uh, learning as we go along. I actually have a radio background, but I have not edited audio in a really long time. Yeah, I think that's really important just because I do not have a radio background. I mean, I listen to the radio and I <laughs> that's about it. So just... Be mindful, be patient, patient, be loving, sweet, yes, to and, me, Adriana. And please, loving, critical feedback, we're super open to it. We want this yeah. podcast to really be a, com a conversation between us and you. Absolutely. So for me, it was really important to jump at this opportunity when um, I heard my tokaya kind of telling me about her, you know, wishes and dreams for the podcast and kind of her vision I immediately jumped at the opportunity because I think that often I don't have um, the space to talk about mental health and healing and my healing journey and I think that that's kind of 
like slowed it down like it doesn't allow me to heal because Mm -hmm. I don't have the space to talk to anyone about it really Mm -hmm. like I there's some people obviously but not in the way that I've wanted to like it's not so I don't know that's kind of weird but I just thought it was important to have a space in which curated by us that we can talk about healing and mental health and I think that um, especially growing up in Ecuador like it wasn't it wasn't really, it was stigmatized really. Mm -hmm. Mental health and feeling depressed and having depression and anxiety, like those are things that really don't happen, right? Mm -hmm. You know, just una ducha fria or something, you know, like just rest or sleep was the solution for it. But, um, you know, as I grew up, I just understood that there was more to it and that, you know, my mental health is important and I wanna take control over it. And that's why I thought that this conversation was really important and I think that breaking the silence around mental health, especially for women of color, especially for immigrants that have so much compounded trauma is um, what I'm looking to do, right? Just really um, starting a conversation and hopefully someone else that has felt the same things that I've had felt can relate to me and that Mm -hmm. would be the most magical thing to me, really. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm here and I'm super thankful that I am here and that you allowed me to be in this project with you Mm, Mm -hmm. i'm so glad you're here because i really really believe that we heal together right um i i think that healing is when we talk about healing on the podcast it really speaks to so many things so Mm -hmm. healing for us as individuals there's a lot of healing as an individual that i'm currently doing but really it's also about healing our communities from you know, this communal trauma that we may have felt, um, that the people that came before us felt and, and experienced from, you know, the patriarchy and colonialism, colonialism and racism and just so xenophobia ma- now, like especially yeah. now. I'm yes. sorry I'm interrupting you. No, no, it's just, yeah, it's a conversation. So um, we definitely you know, want to make sure that we're being mindful that when we're talking about healing, it needs to be in community and it needs to be collectively and together because a lot of what happens to us at the individual level isn't limited to what's what's happening in our personal just like little box or bubble. And I love that what you're saying because I feel like the healing that from our conversations, the healing that we're going to do is going to be healing in context, right? Right. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that when we go into all the episodes, but really kind of contextualizing mm-hmm. where we are, mm-hmm. what we're doing, and, you know, the journey that we're going to be doing, hopefully, yeah. towards healing. Yeah. And so for me, the why, um, I was telling my tokaya earlier that, like, I used to be a part of a blogging community and technically still am a part of that blogging community, even though I no longer blog. I formed these lifelong friendships that um, even though these people are across the country, some of them I've never even actually met in person, um, I might not speak to them regularly, they know some. They know a lot about me that many people might not, right? I'm a pretty open book, but um, I used to blog when I was in my early 20s and I had first arrived in Chicago and 
blogged anonymously, right, um, and made these friendships of from other bloggers that were either Latinx or were Latinx adjacent. Mm. <laughs> I have a friend also who's Latinx adjacent. He's white, <laughs> but he... Um, I think at the time might have been living in Mexico or had. So he had a, a lot of like love for the culture, but was also very respectful. Um, good, good. Right. No appropriating. No appropriating at, at all. No. So um, it just, it was the first time in my life, in, in my adult life, where I really felt part of a community where, you know, I, I grew up loving school. I worked while I was in school um sometimes got bored in school and didn't do great in school but I was always really attracted to learning and academia so even in the times where I maybe wasn't a good student Mm -hmm. I always loved learning um and so this was the first time where I met other Latinxes who absolutely loved learning and you know we were able to bond in that we some a lot of us felt uh, alienated even within our own families and our own communities for various reasons not just that we were nerds <laughs> but uh, we were all over the country and we would follow each other's work and read and have discourse and dialogue across our platforms with each other and so podcasting to me is just like the new version of that and so that is definitely one of the personal reasons why I've been wanting to have a podcast for a long time the idea of Sana Sana actually has been one years in the making. I originally um, was going to do this podcast with Erica, uh, my friend Erica Sanchez. Uh, and I say her full name because she's she's a, a, a famous person. She is famous. Yeah. And so you'll actually get to hear from her next week. We're going to be featuring... Um, a segment with her where she'll be talking about um, her work and her her new book that's coming out. Um, but she originally was going to be working on this show, and she actually helped with a lot of the um, like the concept of the podcast. We uh, were are very good friends, but we used to live in very close proximity to each other, and at one time we even lived together. So a lot of the conversations that my um, my was talking about, like you know really open vulnerable conversations that are sometimes hard to find with people that are close to you I was really lucky to be able to have a lot of those conversations with her on a daily basis um that you know revolved around our mental health and she and I are both um daughters daughters of immigrants so even just our experience as daughters Mm -hmm. Mexican (laughs) daughters like what that feels like and um what it means uh we just have a lot of conversations around that so even though she's she's no longer part of the show because she lives in new jersey and really didn't get to be a part of the launch she will be a part of the show as a guest and still honoring um the work that she did to contribute to the idea of the show and then the last why for me that i want to make sure i talk about is um just like we mentioned we're each on our own individual journey um, but I am someone who is actively in recovery from alcohol and other substance abuse. So um, I really wanted to curate a space where I felt safe to talk about that. Um, not because I'm ashamed. I actually am very open about my recovery, but because I feel like I feel like other people feel shame when they learn about my recovery for whatever reason that is. I think some of that is folks that, 
may have a problem themselves um, or are projecting um, or also just me acknowledging that we live in an alcoholic and addicted society and we're not quite ready to accept that. And so I often just don't talk about it to prevent awkwardness Mm -hmm. or, you know, like um, making other people feel uncomfortable. Although it's okay to make people feel uncomfortable because that's how we grow. And that's, I want to bring that um, feeling of discomfort to this space, but mindfully and intentionally and in a safe way so that we get used to feeling uncomfortable because that's how we grow. Growth isn't comfortable. It's painful. Absolutely. And so I just wanted to, that was a really big part of why I wanted to make this podcast. And while this whole uh, podcast isn't about just recovery, it's about all of the aspects of healing and mental health. I wanted to be intentional and make sure that that was something that I brought to the table. Yeah, absolutely. I am not in recovery. Mm-hmm. Um, I drink mm-hmm. um, and smoke. So just so you know. Yeah. 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 And it's good that we talk about like, again, we have the same name, but we are different people. And and I'm learning from my tocaya a lot of different things. So I'm going to be learning maybe as you're learning, too. So just keep that in mind. Yeah, and I learned from you, even though I think one thing that I um, want to bring into the framework of our show is that it doesn't matter how old you are or how long you've been doing something. Um, You know, I'm very much a student of the popular education model, right? We Mm -hmm. all learn from each other because regardless of how long we've been walking on this earth, our experience is so unique to us, to ourselves. And no one else has had that experience the same way. So even if you come from the same family, like my experience and the way I view the world is very different from my brothers and my sister, Mm -hmm. even though we come from the same family. So I still learn a lot from them and I I would hope they learn from me as well because we're different. Um, We've had different experiences even within the same or similar context. And so I'm also learning from you. And I think we'll learn from each other and from you, the listener, as you participate in these conversations. So that is the why. That's the why we're here. We finally want to talk a little bit about just Right? The how? The how, yeah. So the general, the general housekeeping of the podcast and what you can expect every episode. Okay. A lot of it will be... Us checking in with each other. So tokaya that's, time. That's tokaya time. We're going to check in. And also just to check in with the listener, you can send us messages. We are on Twitter. The handle is at Sana Sana Podcast. You could send us an email, a love letter, or hate mail, whatever no. you feel. Sana <laughs> Sana Podcast at gmail.com. And because we're on SoundCloud, you can also leave us comments there. Yay. Thank you, SoundCloud. Yes. So we have Tukaya time. And then another segment that we'll be featuring regularly is... Chillona Corner. So Tukaya, tell us a little bit about what that segment will be about and what people can look forward to. So this is the segment in which I rant. No. <laughs> I'll probably rant. You know what really grinds my gears. No. <laughs> um, this we is both a- will. We both will. Yes, yes. Because we are Chillonas. Mm-hmm. Um, chillona pero chingona 
this is the segment where we're going to talk about current events, um, right? What's happening, what's caught our eye, and it usually is going to have um, something to do or it's going to be related with our interview portion, which we're going to talk in a little bit, um, but it's all going to be related into the episode, right? Mm-hmm. So that's when we're going to be discussing current events and what's happening um, in the world. Yes. And then we have the Sana Sana Glossary which will feature a term or a definition of a word that we want to make sure we're not just assuming people know. And also, we, we want to acknowledge that we work in very similar industries and spaces. So we both work in the nonprofit world, um, and we do a lot of work around social justice. And so a lot of words that we're familiar with because they are like shop talk, you know, it's words mm-hmm. that are commonly used across the industry. Jargon. We, jargon. And a lot of it is like not necessarily user friendly. We want to make sure. Sh- or accessible. We want to make sure that we are defining it, um, providing some context for the listener. And also, if it is words that you're familiar with, we want to be able to talk about the word and the power of the word so that you have some. Um, extra tools to be able to explain it to your friends mm-hmm. and your family. So it, as much as possible, we'll also talk about the word in Spanish because there's a lot True. of words um, that I know may not even exist in the Spanish language, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's such a great point because, I mean, I, my family and friends live in Ecuador and sometimes when I'm trying to explain to them some of the work that I do, you know, related to the work, you know, related to social justice or whatever it may be, I have to say it in English because there's no word in Spanish. So I love that you're saying that and I'm glad that we're including that. Yeah, me too. And then um, the heart of the podcast uh, will be the Corazón a Corazón. And that will be our Q&A with someone that we bring in, a special guest. Mm -hmm. So, for example, next week you could look forward to A Corazón, A Corazón with Ms. Erica L. Sanchez. And then we have... Colita de Rana or Culito de Rana. Yes, I know. I love love that Uh, it's interchangeable. Yes, (laughs) which is our resource corner. So we definitely want to make sure we have... You know, we provide everyone that's listening um, to the podcast with, you know, resources, um, connecting them with um, phone numbers, websites, books, information that relates to the topic at hand. And if you're more if you're interested in this topic, you can get more information through these resources. So that's our um I'm excited. I'm such a nerd that I'm like, oh, I can't wait to do all these segments. You're not the only one. And then our final segment will be Sana Mañana, which just basically is our checkout. It's um, the way that we will be um, talking about how we're going to take care of ourselves after the episode and into the next week. We are going to be talking about sensitive uh, topics and issues that that may solicit certain feelings and reactions. So we will always make sure that we provide sufficient warning before we go into those topics and we'll include those in the show notes um, so that if if it's a topic that is a little too difficult for you to listen to or that you might not be ready at the specific time that you're listening to the podcast that you're sufficiently um, warned and and that you can practice care and and caution for yourself 
And also for us, as we're healing, making sure that whatever is stirring in us or moving within us during or after a show, that we're taking care of ourselves, right? So it's really important to be mindful and to, to, to check in and check out. Right, and really share, right, what you're doing, what I'm doing, so we can learn from each other and kind of share strategies to for self-care. And also kind of inviting listeners to see what is it that you're doing to take care of yourself. If you can share that with us too, you can be part of our checkout. That is what we have to look forward to in the next several episodes. We're going to be doing this podcast for for as long as we can. So we really look forward to talking with you and sharing this time together. Yes. And so, yeah, that, uh, that's it. We can close this first episode down. This is so official. Yeah. I love it. I know. And we're a little nervous and, and kind of stiff, but we'll relax and get into it. But we look forward to having you be a big part of the show. So we will see you soon and have a wonderful week. And Sana Manana. Sana Manana. Sana Manana.